Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the fight in. It's the fight in. Clock. It's the fight in. It's the fight in. Clock. A camel Hello, welcome to season eleven. Episode 66, Ricky. 66. Lovely. You all right? I'm all good, mate. I'm all good. 
it's a weird, weird sort of place we find ourselves in at the moment, isn't it? Because like, there's transfers, there's not transfers, there's loads of transfers, and now there ain't that many transfers. You've got Arsenal fans, all kinds of shit happening at Arsenal. You've got mad scandal happening. Um, it's, it, it was, it, it's been a, a strange, strange summer so far, just because as Spurs fans, we're not used to us getting done, uh, getting business done early. But before that, you've got a story. Yeah, well, I was going to say, well, like weird summer and uh, traumas and stuff like that. I had a uh, like um, a to do, shall I say, last Thursday. I went to uh, take my kids to their first. We had our first family like gig, and we went to go and see Ed Sheeran at Wembley. As I said, that's, I was wondering what the gig was. It was it's, that's Ed, Ed Sheeran's about right. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, and but we'd left in plenty of time. And when we got to, I think it was the North Cert going to Wembley, uh, there's massive traffic jam. And we'd got one of those just park um, spaces. And on the sat-nav, it was nine minutes away and we were still just stuck in traffic. Basically, after 45 minutes, we hadn't moved anywhere. And um, there was On the like way? A, on the way, yeah. So there was this grass verge um, that I could see like next to the motorway uh, with the bridge going over. And I... I Put, put in the sat-nav um, how close it was to Wembley. Can I get uh, over that grass verge? Yeah, and it's a 36-minute thir- <laughs> uh, walk. And the parking space was was a nine-minute drive. So I said to my missus and, and the kids, you're going to have to get out and you're going to have to get a walk in, otherwise you're going to miss the gig. And there was like tears and, no, Dad, we don't want to leave you. You know, Don't we, leave me. Yeah, don't leave us. We, we do it together. We go together. And I just went, Dad, I was like, get out of the car. No, go, leave me. Don't look back at me. Um, so, yeah, booted them out of the car and they went on their way and they managed to get to the gig. Did and you I punch the steering wheel at all? No, I just kept beeping really, really loud. There was like, you know, a hundred cars in front of me. So me beeping would definitely get everything going. You've got to do it as a man. You've got to beep. <laughs> no, I didn't beep, actually. I just sat there thinking of what what I can actually do. I checked beforehand and um, Ed Sheeran had got onto stage at half eight. And um, so I was like, okay, that that's the time to get there for. And my parking space was a 30 minute walk away in the end traffic went i zipped through the back streets of wembley got to my space got there at 10 past eight wonderful and uh the walk was half an hour so i was like fuck so (laughs) took my took my jumper off wrapped it around me got everything in me and was just sprinting didn't know where i was in wembley just sprinting down the street scurrying (laughs) around like a little rat just running up alleyways (laughs) like didn't know where i was going just shouting at people to get out my way got to wembley looked at my um ticket and it was the other side the other entrance i was like fuck's sake sprinted all the way around the stadium got in there and got to basically got to my seats and my missus at that moment was just taking a picture of the girls and as I was coming through they didn't see me and then I crouched down and said oh can I, can I get in the photo and they realized it was me and then they were all <laughs> crying and jumping <laughs> over me and it was going, going off and then uh, as that happened um I heard a counter three two one and Ed Sheeran was on stage it was literally fucking seconds by the skin of my teeth that i made it pouring in sweat um but it was a great gig absolutely great gig and then we go to the second story same night fucking hell obviously got out of the stadium walked half hour well it's probably about 45 minutes because i was with the girls to the car late at night got a mackies and that so it's about half 12 getting towards the, the motorway and four junctions were closed for maintenance, which, you know, it's fine. We were going along the diversion, following everyone else, but the diversion was taking us further and further and further away from where our house was. So I was like, fuck, what are we going to do? Um, and we just passed Watford. So I was kind of going to redo the sat-nav and just trying to plan it. It's like and Beirut then... past Watford, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's fucking mad. Uh, and then uh, I just heard uh, my missus say, Rick, the engine lights come on. And I was like, you're fucking kidding me. And as we're going over these like little dark, dimly lit roads, it was like chugging, chuggering forward. What was going through your head, Rick? What was going through your head at that point? Because you've got two, two little girls in the back. 
you got you got your missus next to you. You're the man. You got to sort this out. I know, you know, in in modern society, you can't say you are the man, so you should sort this out. But it was on you, right? No, what? Yeah, she she was driving, so you know. So so it was on her. It was on her as a as a powerful single woman, and not a single, but you know, woman, independent woman, yeah, independent woman who is the you know wearing trousers in in this relationship. That's 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 actually not true. That's a, that's an inaccuracy. But we just Why say she was driving. Why you got an issue with that? I, I don't. No, I'm just saying like it's just an, an inaccuracy. But anyway, okay. we'll get back to the story. Um, <laughs> and I, I would have been like, just just drive, just drive it until the car dies. And and uh, she was like, you can't carry on driving because it could do more damage. And, and I agreed. But Good it's block. like half. I, it's at half past one. It's in the morning, pitch black, middle of nowhere. We kind of um, limped into a garden centre that was near Watford somewhere and parked up in the, in the car park there, called the recovery, um, and they couldn't get to us until 10 past three. So, oh, my God. Oh, this is yes. a school night? Yeah, school night, mate. Yeah, Thursday night. So my missus and the girls, they went to sleep, and I stayed up waiting for the recovery. What do you mean? How were they sleeping? Were they... How, Just, like? We, we had some blankets in the car and some coats and just curled up on the seats, really. Yeah, yeah, they did, yeah. Everyone fell asleep and I was just sat there, pitch black, hearing foxes screaming and, like, all different things going around me. I needed a poo as well and I was just like, <laughs> I, I, thought, I, I thought to myself, right, I'm outside locked gates at the garden centre uh, and there's some bushes. If I do a poo, it would be all right and I've got napkins from McDonald's so everything is safe. But I just knew that, like, that people would come in in the morning and someone flicked the CCTV on it. Hey, Dave, come and have a look at this. Some geese is having a turnout. Look. Yeah, so I thought, no, I can't do that. There um, is a, sm- a small, angry man having a poo on the side of the motorway. <laughs> he's doing a poo and he's pinching his helmet. And like, he keeps what? shaking his head. He's shaking his head and pinching his helmet. Um, what, what are you it, saying? It, is, this, is this a foreboding for the Tottenham Hotspur uh, uh, season? Is that, is just, that what you're saying? Yeah, I'm just saying, like, things can go right and things can go wrong and it can all happen very quickly in one, uh, it, well, it, in one evening, uh, as yeah. for me. But, no, nah, um, yeah, I think for, uh, I, mean, I, I didn't get home till five that morning as well. So um, that, that, was, uh, that was lovely. <laughs> Any tears but, from you, on your part? Inside, inside. I, I haven't let them out yet. I've, like, for the past week, I've just been internalising it as... Uh, us men normally do but um Rich, can i ask you a question go for it mate um do, do, is it what are you saying are you worried about the new season is this what you know is this is this a sign is that what you're saying no nah, not really no nah, it's not a sign not okay. a sign i've got it, another it, question for yeah for go you. on go on then is any part of you worried about how positive spurs fans are currently no not really Why? um because we've got Conte at the helm and Conte doesn't mess about. We've seen what he's like. It's not only that, it's the, the it's the it's the the movements and the behaviour of the club. Like if you if you just cross out the the uh is it the four signings that we've made? Yep. Um A five, I think. I was here five. Well I don't know, let's list them. You've got Forster, you've got Perisic, Basuma. Basuma. Richarlison. Richarlison, that's four. I'm sure there's a couple of others in, in amongst them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Longley, he's coming. Yeah, exactly. We'll, we'll get on to him. Yeah. Um, but it's the... There, there was two kind of like director of football type, uh, you know, uh, someone working under Paratici. Um, and then there's there's been another person as well that's, that's come in Um Similar kind of, uh, I don't know if it's a, it's a similar role, but it's kind of increasing that structure within our within the organisation as to say, this is your remit, this is what your specialism, and it's not just about transfers, like for football operations. And so we're behaving like a big club should be. And so that's that's really positive. And also there's, you know, there's this link with this free kicks uh, specialist coach. I, I, I want to. I want to know not not like generally what what might be good or what what might be bad. Like right it, through the years, well, me and you have been chatting about various bits about Spurs 
and we'll be linked to a player, and you'll say, "Don't fancy him. Don't. Yeah. Don't. I don't like. I don't. I don't like the look of him. Whatever, whatever it might be. Yeah. What? What? What is it? Don't give me sort of general sort of explanations. What is it that makes you excited about what's happening right now? What? 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 You know, just if we're talking in the pub, what is it? It's uh, that we're signing loads of people. Lo- we're signing loads of players. Signing, yeah. lo- sign- signing loads of players. And the players that we're bringing in... Um, Sounds they, right. They, 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 yeah, they, they are. I mean, like, Richarlison is, 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 a re- is a really, really smart bit of, smart bit of business. Re- Be honest, really though, good player. Be honest, yeah. two months ago, if you say 60 million for Richarlison, would you have taken it? Nah, I, I mean, uh, <laughs> I, I, I probably wouldn't. Nor but, would I. Um, now I'm like yeah, and and it's like it's it's um, what do you call it? It's it's fifty, it's uh, fifty mil. Yeah, all right, fifty plus ten. I heard the weird sort of strange giggling of a man that's just <laughs> entered the podcast. What are you giggling about, Cal? I I clicked on the to enter the podcast and started singing. You know I got what it makes to what it takes to make the club go out of control. But then no one bit, so it's fine. I don't. We didn't even hear it. Doesn't that makes no? You've you've added nothing so far, Cal. That's fine. Yeah. That's absolutely fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what, what? oh, look who it is! Oh, it's 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 Flav and Ricky. We recorded together in the shop, but we've done ruined it. We're ten. You've ruined Fuck it. Off. <laughs> Sorry, Rick. Carry on. I, I can't even remember what I'm saying now. He's ruined. Doesn't it. matter. Ru- ruined the moment. Yeah, the ruiner. Sorry. Ruiner. Ruiner. Um, so, so yeah. Well, I think we we're just generally talking about how how excited and why we're excited, other than the sort of you know looking at the amount of players coming in and and what how good they may or may not be, or signing Richarlison for fifty plus ten million pounds, uh, knowing that he won't go into our first team. We're in a weird situation now where Spurs are doing things that we haven't done previously, Cal. Mm. That's fair, isn't it? Well, why is that so exciting? It is, I mean, it's obvious, but let me tell, tell, tell the people why it's so exciting. Well, I think when, you, you know, when you've when you had two transfer windows without signing or you're used to... you know, Daniel Levy for a long time was known as this manager that did everything at the last minute. And that was only that reputation only really existed because of the Van der Vaart deal. Um, he doesn't have loads and loads of form of buying players right at the very end of the window. But we've got four good signings, really good signings, um, and it's barely July, and we're about to go on a preseason tour, and all the and all the players are, you know, if we've got four signings in, and I imagine they'll, I think they might squeeze one over the line before Saturday as well. So, yeah, loads loads to be excited about, and um, you don't want to make too many signings. Um, because you want the the team to kind of blend together, but yeah, it's 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 really exciting, and all these all these signings we have made are really good. And plus, we've obviously got Kane and Son peak of their powers, and you know, yeah, it's great. But we we do have a question. I can't find the question because uh, I haven't written a running order in about four years. But I can't <laughs> find the bloke who who put the question in. But he was he was asking Rick whether or not uh, signing as many players as we have done is problematic will, will there be an issue with chemistry what uh, it has crossed my mind do, do you think that there might be an issue in that regard yeah i mean there's there's always a chance isn't there there's always a chance that it's um so, some may not work out um and you're coming into like um the environment is very intensive content especially with pre-season as well you might have signed up going oh, like going to play for tottenham get good wages big club champions league and then when you get there it's actually like fucking hell this is well hard work i wasn't i wasn't thinking about this and and the people as well you might just not gel with those people and yeah it could and we've also got people coming back like the celso and dombele um and like winks he's obviously on his on his way out don't know where yet but there there could be um no, there could be a divide in the change room. It could be that people just aren't like are visibly unhappy and kicking off and stuff like that. But I think because it's the start of a new season, everyone's fresh from their holidays. Um, the World Cup's just around the corner. Everyone's buzzing. There's a real kind of good vibe around the club, and I think as well with. Um, with Conte, I think the players trust him because they know how good he is and that we managed to get uh, top four and 
I think if you, as a player, if you really want to be part of the project and you want to be picked and you want to be considered um, valuable to the squad, you just have to knuckle down and you have to do these double sessions, not complain. And when you're called upon, be there. And I think it will be, I think it'd be all right. I don't, I, I just, I don't know. Do you remember when we signed the, was it Magnificent Seven? Yeah, but it's it's a different beast now. We're different, a different entity in, in in its entirety. We're different. We're different. We're not we're not having to deal with the fact that our best player, and not just our best player, the best forward player in the world, is leaving us to join Real Madrid, and so we need to spend some money to to compensate for that. And actually, it wasn't about dealing with what Bale left when you know when he he moved to another club. It was about plugging holes all over the place and. We, you know, we we plugged more holes than there were holes. There's probably about there was one big fucking hole, and they just tried to plug seven that didn't exist. But I think I think as well um, that these the players that we're signing aren't all going to go straight into the starting eleven, which I think would unbalance the squad. Uh, would would unbalance the first team anyway. It's good having some that could, that can go in there, and some that will be like the first first name on the subs bench when you kind of. Uh, rolling out substitutions, knowing that people are going to get their opportunity um, at some point. So, and and knowing how hard kind of Conte wants his players to perform during the 90 minutes and on like 65 minutes, wing-backs come off. He could he could replace any one of the front three um, and, and in, in, in midfield as well. So... It's all game, and plus uh, next uh, this coming season we've got five substitutions instead of the three, mm. so everyone is going to be like, I don't think it's it's like you're going to once you've been signed and like Kane's there. Oh fuck, I'm never going to get a chance now. You have to, man. We're in. We're going to be in four competitions. We are going to have five substitutions. You know there is there is a lot riding on this, and a lot of movement can happen. So yeah. There's, there's um, the story of uh, Ndombele coming back. It's not a story. He is back at, at uh, um, what do you call it now? What's what's our training ground? Crown Glory. Hotspur Way. Hotspur Way. Back at Hotspur Way. I thought I was. I nearly said Spurs Lodge and Chigwell. <laughs> um, yeah, no, he's back at Hotspur Way, and he uh, he put out a press release or an interview earlier and saying I could still be happy at Spurs, and um, which. You know that's nice of him to say that he could still be happy at Spurs. <laughs> not not coming out saying, uh, you know what, I, I I need to come back here. I need to prove to my manager that I deserve a position in, in this first team squad, or even deserve his attention. But he's come back and said, I'm, I think I can be happy here. Uh, and obviously, as uh, the, the the Spurs ITK, ITK the, the more reliable ones out there, have said that he's. His stats coming back, you know, they they check the fitness levels of all the players that are um, are coming back from their holidays, and his were horrendous. Apparently, again, he's saying this stuff. He wants to come back. He's these couple of clips came out from his social media with him looking like he was working hard, but they were momentary things. Where are you at with him? Because we've got a situation, Ricky, where we have to got to try and sell him he's talking about trying to be happy here which is i don't know whether he's posturing or whether he he's trying to cement his situation at spurs or he's saying to the club that i won't move unless i don't know what what, what do you make of the ndombele situation um it's a difficult one isn't it really he is uh i think he's he's our most expensive signing um he's on 200 grand a week well, after after richardson yeah um, well, they're comparable amounts. Yeah, exactly. Two hundred grand a week, along with to, well, with Kane. with Kane. Uh, so he's like top earner with Kane. Um, so you can't really just it. it it's mad that you're just going to keep loaning them out until his contract runs out. I think um, that there is a, a massive talent there. We, we've all seen it. But again, like if you are coming back and you're coming back for for preseason and you're massively out of shape. And you're tonally not um, speaking the right language, just to say that I'm hungry. Give me a chance. That that type of thing. And maybe, and maybe I'm being harsh because it, you know, 
Uh, I'm not that person that's going to be there and like be proper alpha male about it. Yeah, I'm going to go and train and smash fucking bods all over the shop and show, show, show the boss what I'm all about. Um, and quite, um, I don't know. Um, just, just not very um, outgoing, really. Yeah, but there's, but, there's a difference between I'm ho- not being outgoing. Go on. Yeah, Sorry. but I'm just I'm just hoping that obviously like I like I mentioned we've got the five subs and we didn't sign Ericsson. We still I think we still desperately need a creative midfielder. Um having the three of um uh, sorry, e- even four of Skip, Basuma, Hoybier and Bentanko, I think there needs to be someone I, and I don't want Kane to keep dropping back to be this creator. I want him to to stay further forward, um, and to, for someone to be this kind of uh, number ten and to kind of open like we're going to be coming up against teams where they're just going to be putting every man behind the ball and saying, "Come on, Spurs, you come break us down." Um, and we just the, we just need that player to come either come off the bench. Um, he's certainly not going to start, but we we do need a player to come off the bench that. It's got something different to those four midfielders that I've mentioned that plays a little bit further back, that has got an eye for a pass um, and can link up the play better. So I I think that he, I I still think that he, the the opportunity and the chance is there for him to grab with both hands if he wants it. Yeah, to fucking grab it. Grab it. Mm -hmm. Don't turn up back if you believe the ICKs. Don't turn up unfit. Grab the opportunity. The opportunity is there. We're not talking about his talent anymore. We're talking about the opportunity, which is right in front of him, to just fucking do your job. Do the reason. Like, 200 grand a week. Are you having a fucking... Like, I, don't, I don't want to like come across as... I couldn't give a fuck, actually. I'm going to come across as Cameron. He's being paid 200 grand a week, and he's turning up and going, I could be happy here. Fuck that. Fuck you. Get out. If that's, if that's genuinely your mentality... If that's generally how you think, I could be happy at Tottenham. And I may be picking apart a just a grab from an article or an interview that he's done. And I may be, maybe that yeah. is the case. But the, as you say, Ricky, the opportunity is there. Grab it. If And, and the spotlight is on you. Conte is looking directly at you because he's already made his decision about you. Because he, he let you go. You're mm. off in January. You went. So that's what he thinks about you now. How do you change his mind? And it isn't with statements like, I think I can be happy here. We don't care if you're happy here. We don't give a fuck how happy you are. We care about how well you play football for us. And that's it. And clearly, he isn't, he's not not doing that. I would so, like him to be happy, though. But what, generally, and, and, uh, as yeah, a human uh, being. Uh, yeah, and play yeah, football. So would I. Yeah. So would I. Of course I would. <laughs> I really hope he's happy. <laughs> you're not at the expense of fucking 200 grand out of, <laughs> out, 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 out of our money, but... Yeah, like generally in in the entirety of his life, he's happy. Yeah, but he's got an opportunity right now, Cal, to to be something massive, and he has the ability That's to be something massive. So but he just good. will not fucking do it. No, he just won't do the work. And and he's so good. And you know, I think it was T said a couple of pods ago that the last play really remembers being really excited about signing was Tongi and Dombele. And I was the same. I remember for like the first and only time in my life having Twitter notifications turned on for Tottenham for when they were going to announce Tongi and Dombele. I was that excited about him signing for us. And he's come and yes, we've seen moments from him that have been brilliant, but mostly it's not been very good at all. And, you know, I don't expect him to have done this, but but Jafak Tanganga and Matt Doherty came back early uh, last week because they both had long-term injuries and therefore came back early to train. Nothing was stopping him, you know, texting somebody, the player liaison, going, can I come back a week early and put a bit of graft in? Because, and I remember saying it on a Patreon pod ages ago, you know, he's so good that he could play for Real Madrid or Barca or, you know, Manchester, Manchester City. But where is he? He's at Spurs. And Spurs are obviously the best best club in the world but you know they're not the richest club or they've not won the most prizes and so he could be a a massive massive club that wins prizes every year but he he doesn't he's at Tottenham and he's not even a part of Tottenham he's gone to Lyon on loan that's a fucking farmer's league in France he could have he could have should have gone there and fucking ripped it up and he didn't 
He's gone there and just kind of maudled along and we'll fucking, he'll go to Besiktas or something and he'll do nothing over there and he'll just kind of dwindle his career. He just doesn't have it. He just doesn't have the desire. And, you know, elite athletes, they get paid that money and they don't lose that desire. You know, there's that saying from Marvin Hagler, it's hard to get up at 5am when you're sleeping on silk sheets. That's what it is for a lot of footballers, that they 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 make the money and then it's hard for them to get up and, and want to keep doing it. But the very best get up every day and keep doing it. Lewis Tongi Tong just doesn't have, doesn't have it. Delhi just doesn't have it, and that's fine. I was just thinking of that quote. That's that's a that's a really that's a quality quote. And then I just Bomorte. <laughs> what the fuck? Where did that come from? I don't know. remember Louis Bomorte. <laughs> he did a cribs. He did MTV cribs, and oh, he lived yeah. in a, he lived in a fucking a new build in, in just on the outskirts of fucking God knows where. Yeah, and he had a like a Vauxhall Corsa. Yeah, and he just sent all his money back to his family. I bet his fucking family are living well, and he's a god in that in that household. That's um, well funny. But just where it, in my head, I just thought I had to say it. Can I say something else, boys? Yeah, go on, go on. Because Champions League has <laughs> faded away. Just try not to worry. You'll play on Thursday. You fake COVID test. So we thrashed you in May. Stop crying our tetra. Rick, as a yeah, man mate. who fucking loves Oasis, how much do you love that tune? <laughs> that, yeah, that it's, good. it's brilliant. It's brilliant. And... Um... I heard one as well for uh, Ben Tanker as well. I can't remember what it was now. I can't remember the lyrics to it, but I was just like... It, it, he's electric, is it? Yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah, it. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I can't remember uh, it, but on the terraces next year, there will be so many... Do you know, did you say just on that... Uh, Rick, sorry, go on. No, so I'll Move just, on to the Kulisevsky interview. When, um, when like, what my, some of my fondest memories of is being smashed going to see... Oasis, and when you know every lyric and you're just screaming from the core of you, there is just when there's something so easily uh, sung with those songs and just being at Tottenham and being pissed up and belting our versions out next season is going to be absolutely quality. Um, did you saw the Kulisevsky interview? Yes. So when he, when he mentioned the gimme gimme? Yeah, yeah. Oh, but that was the best. Like, it was, the whole thing was wonderful. I don't know how that, that podcast got that interview. And we were talking about that because, you know, if, we, if you're a podcaster or a YouTuber or any, any other media outlet in, in, in the UK, getting access to Spurs' first team or even their ex-players if they're employed by the football club is really difficult. They have press officers that are very, very good at what they do, which is protecting the brand and protecting the reputation of the players. So they, they have a role to play, but it's very difficult from our perspective or other people's perspective, you want to actually talk to the players that you adore because you're just not allowed just because you ask, you ask questions that BBC won't. Um, Do you think it's because of the, the questions that we would ask, like how many, how many bulldog clips can you put on your bollocks? Well, I don't think, I think, I think like eight years, nine years ago, we would have asked that question, but right (laughs) now I don't, I think the kind of conversation that Kulisowski had with those lads, and I'm not sure, I'm presuming it was a Swedish podcast that they had, that would be the kind of conversation, which is what was going through your head when you was you had an open goal to score against uh, Norwich. Bearing in mind, you know we had to beat Arsenal's or we had to just win to to qualify for the Champions League. And the fact that you broke down every single second of going past the keeper was one of the most wonderful things I've ever heard. Like I I loved Kulusevski before that interview. I adore him right now. Absolutely adore him. He, he, if you haven't seen it already, you can go on um, uh, on our Twitter timeline at Love the Shirt, and um, we've quote tweeted it. Apparently, a as well, he was using um, he was using a lot of slang in that as well. Oh. So uh, a lot of um, a lot of the Swedish follow, uh, like, um, followers and were understanding what he was saying. They said it's like it's even better. It's like really? hearing like a hero just saying all these words that you say with your mates, like knocking oh, about amazing. and he's saying it as well. Was he, what, he was wearing a Romero shirt for some reason, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he was. He, um, I think someone's questioned him about that. And he says that Romero, uh, he's, um, he's Romero's biggest fan. They asked him why. And they said, just, he said, just watch him play. You'll, you'll know why. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's Go on, you can't say yeah and then not say no. I was up, just you understand how podcasting works. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> barely. <laughs> you can't go yeah and then silence. Go. No, I was just confirming that Ricky was right. That is exactly what he said. He's my. This is my new favorite player, and he said, "Just watch him play, and you'll see why." It was. It was really good, wasn't it? Even though I didn't like, we obviously had subtitles to watch, but uh, even though I didn't, so understand, funny. Yeah, it was just really funny, and he just looked so relaxed. And he just seemed to be having a really good laugh with them all. And it just looks so different to anything that you will see from an English player or a player that plays in England. You don't see them ever looking as relaxed as that or or speak like that in that kind of tone and style. It was just, yeah, it was just really good to see. It was that the, the bit where he went, uh, when I, was, I heard gimme, gimme, and he, and he shortened it. So he, like, he, he didn't just say gimme 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 a ginger from Sweden. He just said gimme gimme. Like he absolutely understands what it is, and of course they're going to understand it. They hear it every week in and mm. week in week out, and they're they're looking on social media and they're listening. I'm no doubt listening to, you know, bits about them. So they they understand the culture around their impact of, of on on the football club that we all support and love. But to hear it out loud is not something you hear very often. And like I say, like the press officers, if they were around Kulisevsky as he gave that interview, and I'm almost certain that Spurs knew didn't know a single thing. Certainly, if the tactic was going into that game was to pass the Son so he could win the Golden Boot, given the fact that we hadn't actually qualified for the Champions League already, there's no chance the club would want that message going out. Yeah, even that, if we all... I, thought, I thought exactly the same as well. But even if we believed it to be true, it, 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 regardless, and obviously it is, they want Son to do well. And, and you know, when, when he, he said, I've, <laughs> was it the bit where he's like, I've, I've got the ball and I'm hearing the chant and all I've got to do is put it into the net and then I'm hearing Son go, pass, 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 and I try and pass it to him and it rolled under my foot. <laughs> and, as a player as good as him to be as human as him and to admit it was fucking brilliant. And then, Beautifully, after I think it was the next corner, wasn't it? Where he just got the ball and curled it into the back, into the back, the back post. Yeah, that was wonderful. Yeah. Boys, let's get through some questions because there's 45, and uh, we'll do a couple. Now, I want to do all 45 and sit here until half past nine, please. All right, we'll, we'll do five. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, Luke says, how many more times will we agree a deal for Jed Spence before agreeing a deal for Jed Spence and subsequently <laughs> signing Jed, Jed Spence? I fuck knows what's happening. When we can sign um, you know, Basuma in, the, in in a moment or per, per, um, Perisic, just like that. Like, What's going on there? Is it, do you guys believe, truly believe that it's Daniel Levy's directly involved in it so it's taking longer? Rick, yeah. you, oh, no, Cal, Cal, do, do you think oh. that's okay? I think there's a couple. I've had a. I was thinking about this actually as I was coming in because I. I did. I'll tell you all the truth. I did actually scan the questions on Twitter. Um, I was thinking about this. Do you think there's nothing I, wrong with preparing? Like we don't have to be a fucking shit house all the time. I know. Um, do you think Steve Steve Gibson's still there? Right, he's like the most nineties fucking chairman ever. He's been there since Middlesbrough were good. It's amazing. Um, but do you think he's like longing it out because? You know, he gets to go into the missus and go, oh, I was, you know, I was dealing with Tottenham today, you know, talking to Daniel Levy today. And he doesn't want it to end. I think he just doesn't want it to end. So every day he's tacking on another million. Or yeah. he's, he's saying, oh, can we do a friendly? Or... No, he's getting, getting one more nosh off his missus. Cause, yeah. Because he's still oh. relevant. <laughs> oh, yeah. You were talking to Daniel today. Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do, you remember, do you remember when we got married? Do you remember how significant I was then? I was talking to Daniel Levy today. Go on then. <laughs> Yeah, it just makes me feel like he's just, he's, you know, for the first time in, you know, God knows how long since Middlesbrough were relevant as a club. He's like, oh, I'm talking to Daniel. I'm talking to, to Tottenham, Champions League oh. club. I've got to long this out, but it's not looking it, good for me, Brev. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, um, what, what is the actual reason, though? Why aren't we signing him? Because it's been 15, 20 million touted through the press the piss. many, many was- times. Middlesbrough taking the piss, to be honest. Yeah, but, but are they? Because they own the player. Surely it's yeah, us that's not playing what they want. one good season in the, champion, in the championship. A player they loaned out because they didn't want him. And they want yeah, 20 why million shouldn't pounds they, Why him. shouldn't they get their value? They, they might, they're in the position where they pay us what we want. Otherwise, we're going to take back Jed Spence and he doesn't want to be here and he's going to hate us. That's exactly. the thing. They're going to a player that doesn't want to be there and they're not going to get 20 million pounds. So, so here, here in lies the problem. There's yeah. us want him. They, 
know that we want him, but they own his registration of his, uh, you know, his pro. I don't know why I put it, phrase it like that. They own him. <laughs> so, so, so we're in this situation, aren't we? They own him. We want him, and it's just wait until you know as we get closer to the. Uh, I'd say closer to the transfer deadline day, but I'm not even thinking about it because we signed all these players. But at some point, it's got to break this this conversation. But the issue here is Antonio Conte, who's thinking. Just get me that player. Do you worry about that, Rick? Just get yeah. me the player. Why aren't you getting yeah. me the player? Well, this, it's very, um, I would say it's almost identical to the situation that I had recently where I was going on, I was going on a stag do to Marbella and I needed a suitcase that goes in the overhead uh, cabinet of the uh, of the plane. And my one I had that wasn't the right size. So I had a look on Amazon and I found the the one that I wanted. But I had put a tracker on like three weeks in advance to see when the price would drop. Um, for a suitcase? Yeah, for for a suitcase. And I knew the price. How much did you want to save? Well, well, it's, you know, savings are saving, mate. So how much did you want to save in your head? What was the figure that that would break the deal? £12. £12. (laughs) <laughs> and, I, and you know, I can wait. I can wait, Flav. I can wait the three weeks. I can wait. So I put this tracker on there, and I knew the price had dropped recently. So I thought, I'll wait until I've got Prime. I'll wait until right up until the uh, until the buzzer, because I, I knew it was. I knew was going to drop. It didn't fucking drop. I had to buy it at the full price. <laughs> <laughs> so here is the lesson. This is what's going to happen with Tottenham. It won't happen because we'll get. We but. We will, but we'll have to pay the full price of what they're asking. We're, we're, but, at the moment, I, it feels like we're saying this is what we're willing to pay. They're saying that's not enough. Spence wants to come to Tottenham. We've probably agreed personal terms. He only wants to come to Tottenham. There's probably no other people um, that that want him that is going to trump Tottenham uh, and can give him what you know what we can. So it's going to be a waiting game, and I just feel it's just going to it's just going to go trundle on throughout the summer, and then in the end, um, Levy's just going to be like, "For fuck's sake, all right, here you go." I, I, I don't think I think I think out of the two positions, we're in the strongest. The the I don't think the issue is is whether or not we're going to get Jed Spence for the value we want. It's whether or not we're going to piss off Conte by playing that game. Like if. What's worth more? Conte playing two million pounds more, three million pounds more up front, and Conte being happy, or saving two or three million pounds by signing him three days before the end of August. When do we? Um, when do we go South Korea? Saturday next month. Yeah, Saturday. Yeah. Right. So there's still time. Still, still a couple of days. This is Just exactly, get it fucking done. This, we don't this is exactly this. This is what I look at every day. I'd refresh my uh, my tab with the suitcase and be like, "Still time. There's still time. There's there still is time." <laughs> yeah. And no one I know behaves like that, Ricky. You're the only one I know that behaves like that. You and Daniel Levy. Uh, look, but basically, this entire summer has been about standing on the throats of those who oppose us. Every single one, every single one who's come in, we stood on your throats and we choked you out. Let's do that with with Middlesbrough. Just just stand to say, what do you want? Let's shove the extra five million down his throat and let's see what we can do this season. Mm. Uh, or is that that's probably too simplistic way of, of looking at football? Isn't it? It's not the way it works. Just yeah, why is, getting, yeah, why is Pratichy getting? Yeah, why is getting fucking like dick? Just yeah, what what Burvine? Yeah, yeah, go on, let's pay that, and then we're like, but Suma twenty five boys, that's about about the same value, isn't it? More or less. Like Jed Spence, why is it being so pro- prolonged? If it, maybe Rick is what you're saying is is that it isn't Tottenham and it's not Daniel Levy, it's Middlesbrough being dicks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. Cal, what do you is. think? No, yeah, it's exactly what it is. I think it's Middlesbrough blaming them. I think. There is the thing of what I've already said, the scenario that, you know, you know, Steve Gibson's getting extra gobbies out of it every night because he's dealing with Spurs. And, <laughs> you know, he's going home and he's like, oh, Sharon, you know, oh, dealing with Tottenham again today. She's like, oh, fucking love you. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I think there's that. But I think the thing is, you're not seeing any other clubs linked to a Spence. Um, is, 
his agent is probably saying to other clubs, if there is other clubs going, he wants he's going to Spurs. Like he wants to go to Spurs. So, but you know, I I, I do think they are demanding a lot of money for a player that's had one good season in the Championship, not not in the Premier League, in the Championship. He's had a good season. You know, and I, I think he's really good, and I think he'd be a really good player for Spurs. And I think we'll sign him. I do think we'll sign him, but I do think Middlesbrough are taking the piss a bit, to be honest. It's easy to blame Levy because we always blame Levy, and at some point you might have to, do you know what? Practically, I'm going to tag you in, you take over, kind of thing, and maybe that's what might have to happen here. But I don't blame Daniel on this one at all. All right, and then let's uh, move on to um, what's his name? Fucking Clement Longley. He's good. <laughs> he's good, isn't he? Rick, what do you make of him? Longley, you know a lot about him. I know you do. Yeah, um, no, I don't Long. know. I don't, yeah, I don't know uh, he a lays lot. Down a lot. Yeah, that's it. Longley, Longley, is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, Longley, yeah, Longley, Longley. Okay, no, no, no. I'm just he isn't the answer me. though. He's not the end, is he? He's, he can't be the end of our transfer dealing if if it's Longley. Just, I mean, it may be that he's good enough. It may be that he's, you know, he can do that job on the left hand side of the back three, and it. Mm. And and maybe he isn't the the guy that takes over Ben Davies, but I think we all wanted someone who would take over Ben Davies. And if it isn't him, who might it be? We're we not going to have Bastoni or um, Indica, who is uh, um, the left. You know, tell it to be better than Ben Davies. Mm. What do you make of that whole situation, Ricky? So I think that. One of the main key, well, one of the priorities was that left centre-back role. Um, with Bastoni, uh, I don't think we've really got, got anywhere. He wants to stay. Um, Inter don't have to sell. Then there was Pau Torres. I get, I kind of get the similar vibes with that. I think there was someone else as well that we were after. I can't, I can't even remember. Was it Dicker, uh, uh, there was the, Bremer. The, there's the, um, right, Bremer, the yeah. Leipzig, Leipzig. I even forgot about Bremer as well. Guardiola. Yes, yeah, so the Leipzig uh, guy and priced out, and he wants to stay there, and so it's looking tough. So the the targets that we have had lined up and that we wanted and we wanted to spend big, um, either they're happy or the clubs are happy and don't need the money, and so we've gone down and we're kind of like at the fourth or fifth person. And we can get Longlet on a loan and he's agreed, which is great. Now, there's no saying that the other ones that were that were were higher up on our target list, that something might happen later on during the summer. But at least we've got someone in there that um, Conte likes and has requested and that is a better ball player than, oh. than Davies. Um, the guy himself, I don't really, I, you know, I, I know the player, but I can't say that I know if he's a, a good player or not. I I know that um, I was checking his stats out and I think he played like 25, 26 games for Barca last season. So I think due to injuries and falling out the pecking order, um, that it didn't go. It, it wasn't obviously. Um, it strikes me as a sign that you, that you 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 don't rate. It's not that I don't rate. I think he will do a good job, and I think he will suffice until um, we slap down a big offer for someone, and that could be right up until transfer deadline day, or um, we go big next summer or January. But I think the players that we have targeted, they just aren't attainable at the moment. And, and this is a good stopgap. This is the well, best of a good stopgap. It's gap. almost like registering our interest for the future. Because Bastoni might not want to leave Inter Milan now, but in two years he might. And if Spurs have the same setup as we do right now, which isn't inconceivable, then they're like, all right, remember, do you remember how much we wanted you when you were 21? Now that you're 23 and you're better and we still want more money to pay you, then just come and join us. It's the right way to do business, I think. Um, Cal, do you think that we have enough right now to achieve what Antonio Conte wants us to achieve, even if we don't make another signing? I think if we don't make another signing, I think we'd get top four again. No problem. Yeah, probably even third. Um, But I think it would be tough, perhaps, to, to balance the Champions League, trying to go far in the Champions League as well as yeah. as well as the league as well. 
do we feel you know after Longley and perhaps Spence? I think we'll, we'll, we will get both of them. I can see. Look, I can see the, the idea behind Would Longley. That no, I agree with Ricky. Tilt? Ricky said something earlier about having a you know a creative midfielder and uh, James Alcott, your mate. Um, he, I liked his video. He did a video the other week about Spurs potentially challenging for the title. And if for people who haven't watched it, watch it. It's really good. And he talks a lot about um, potential signings for Spurs. And he says about you know Ericsson or Tillemans who, because you want to have that fix flexibility to not always play three four three and play three five two. So instead of playing two in central midfield, playing three and having someone a little bit more creative in midfield, like Ericsson, like Tillemans, something like that. So we've got the option because a lot of our central midfielders right now are quite workmanlike. They're not, there's no kind of passer in there. The pre-assist guy, the Modric, the Ericsson, someone like that. So I would like a central midfielder. But other than that, I'd be pretty happy. I think we can win the league. Yeah. Like even without him. What we've got right now is enough. And Conte. We're going to win the league, boys. I think they, I think uh, we should take some players away. That's how confident I am. Yeah, well, I reckon take Harry Kane out, bench him, <laughs> put him in a youth setup just to show him what how good Conte is. Yeah. All right, boys. I think that's uh, we've done enough. Uh, this is the Fighting Cop Podcast. Thank you very much once again for downloading, and we'll see you next time. Network. Sports Social Podcast 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 Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's not easy being the one everyone counts on to keep the facility running, no matter the weather or supply chain hiccup. But we get you, Raymond in Buffalo and Maria in Miami, Jules in Minneapolis and Stan in Central Indiana, taking control of everything that's under your control. At Granger, we're here for you with experienced branch staff at over 250 locations so you get the product you're looking for. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network.